Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, I'm still traveling. I'm currently in Missoula, Montana. Uh, it's pretty surreal out here, a lot of mountains, uh, depending on where you're from or where you're at now. If you're in the upper uh, area of the United States, it is pretty jealous. It's, it's beautiful out here. It's currently four degrees outside, but uh, I'm more than willing to accept that because it's it's such a cool experience. Um, having said that, I know um, last week I said that I would do my best to try to get on the podcast, and it did bring the book with me, uh, so we're going to continue um, with the uh, book club for the review of Artwork, uh, which is a art business book by Heather uh, Bondari and Jonathan Melber. Uh, check out the other episodes we have. We're currently on chapter six, which we're going to dive into here in a minute. I just wanted to mention a few things uh, for those of you that are um, in the San Angelo area. Uh, I have an interview coming up uh, for the podcast with Shady Watson. She is the director of the uh, Cultural Arts District there in San Angelo. She's also a very accomplished artist and works for the San Angelo Fine Arts Museum. Uh, so really excited to uh, get on the podcast with her and dive into all her knowledge and experience and what she's doing there in the cultural arts district. We also have our first online art show. Um, submission deadline is the 25th, so it's like three days away. So uh, check out our website, um, artalliancesanangelo.com, and check out the online art show uh, section, which dives into the uh, entry guidelines and um basically how to enter and and what the winners are going to get and all that good stuff so let's dive in to chapter six now chapter six was really kind of foreign to me because uh, i've never done residency and i've never applied for a grant as an artist so i actually learned quite a bit by reading this um, i do have a few thoughts on it uh, but i thought we could follow along and one of the great things i think they um kind of simplify here is that there's basically two kinds of grants there's a kind of grant that gives out cash, um, and then there's a kind of grant that gives out uh, money for stuff, like specific things. Um, and cash programs tend to only be for specific projects. Um, so these might be a little restricted. Um, you know, they're, they might be related to specific kind of expenses that are uh, related directly to the project. Um, that you propose. So we're going to dive into that here in a little bit. Um, I thought this was really great. They talk about a few organizations also offer emergency grants to artists. Um, I do have some experience with that. Uh, when I worked for the SBA, um, the one a good example of that is was the PPP loan. And I did help a few folks um, apply for that. Um, essentially, it was a grant because it, you um, didn't have to pay it back if you used it properly. But the crazy thing was is that if you didn't have a EIN number and if you didn't have any tax returns um, from before 2020, then you couldn't um, you couldn't apply and you couldn't receive any funds from the PPP program. And that's kind of interesting because talking about being um, in business as an artist, that's one of the requirements you have to meet uh, when you get into business and if you're not doing that if you don't have an EIN number and if you're not uh, filing your um, income tax then when these types of situations come up you won't be able to apply so um, the stuff that they talk about in terms of the grant itself is everything other than cash 
Um, and I love this particular area because they talk about the re- residency programs, studio programs, equipment programs, and basically anything that involves more than just money. So even if it's some of these programs include like cash stipends, which is a really great opportunity for, for other artists. I have noticed that most of these programs are only available in specific you know, cities of a, of a certain size, um, although there are some national uh, grants for, for stuff and cash. Um, I noticed that tends to be kind of localized and it'd be very kind of specific. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt if you like. Um, and if you're reading along, I'm going to jump around a little bit just because this is a long chapter and I really don't want to spend too much time in the weeds here. But I did highlight some things that I wanted to mention. Um, they did say that residency programs are the most popular. Um, and I think they're probably a good opportunity for artists that are, you know, out of a BFA or MFA program. Um, or self-taught to be able to start to get their footing in a local art scene and really kind of put their name out there because it's really hard to do that otherwise on your own. You've got to you know, do all these marketing tricks. But uh, residency programs are a great, a great way because you know they could be a month long, they could be a year long, and you could have the opportunity to get mentorship. You could have a show at the very end. You could have open studio hours. You can host workshops. Um, or you can be completely private and just be working, you know, on your own time without any distractions. Um, the residency programs um, usually include a live-in studio, while the studio programs are typically just the studio space, and you won't be living uh, in the um, in the actual residency program or a studio program, I should say. Um, and this is also important to understand about these programs is they're usually not 100% free. Um, when you apply, there's there's going to be uh, a subsidized um, amount or it's going to be discounted. So, But you're still going to have to figure out a way to pay for it. Um, so that's something to have to think about whenever you're applying to these. Um, now, when you are considering applying, I thought they made a great list of things here that it, you would need to ask yourself um, as an artist when you're applying to these programs because they're going to want to know um, the folks that run these nonprofits um, and organizations are going to want to know what kind of artist you are and I think these questions are just general questions that artists should be asking themselves regardless if you're applying to a grant program um, I'm not going to go through them all but I wanted to highlight a few that were really good so in this part it talks about like what you're doing like what kind of artist are you what are you trying to accomplish through your artwork um, who's your audience uh, what effect do you want your art to have on your audience? Like, wow, that's a great question. Um, where do you think you fit into recent art history? Wow. Uh, what do you want to make? Um, in what directions do you want to go? What kind of environment do you want to work in? Uh, how much time do you need to complete the project? Like, these are really good questions um, that you need to consider. Um, whenever you're applying, but I think they're just great questions in general that you should probably um, be asking as an artist as you grow and, and develop your career. Um, now, moving into like doing your research, you know, you got to look at these organizations and these programs um, and really take your time. And most of these organizations are nonprofits, so that's kind of a good thing because they have to have what's called a Form 990. It's an IRS form that all nonprofit organizations have to report, and it basically breaks down um, how they handle all their income and how they distribute all of their funds. 
Um, the law requires that these nonprofit organizations organizations to disclose a good deal of information about these themselves to the public. So, you know, you should be able to find out everything you need to know um, about a program before deciding to apply. Uh, but again, um, taking your time to actually do that is worth it because if you, you know, if you if you try to do all this stuff last minute, it's going to be very, it's going to get rejected. You're not going to get into these grant programs um, if you're rushing through it. Um, and some places that you might want to look um, is like, you know, your local city government usually has an arts council um, or an arts commission, um, depending on the size of your city. Some of those um, councils or commissions might have funds available to offer grants to local artists. Um, some of them don't. So you just kind of, they still have opportunities, but not all of them have funds. For instance, in San Angelo, our Arts Commission, I was the chair for a few years and we didn't have any money. Uh, we did have opportunities, but we didn't have any money to give out in terms of a grant. Um, so take your time, you know, when you're, when you're applying, you wanna make sure that you're looking at what kind of, what kind of award is it? Is it cash or is it for stuff? Is it, um, what kind of eligibility requirements? You know, is there a time scale? Is there restrictions on, you know, whether you have to be local, um, you know, are you part of an age group, gender or ethnicity? Um, how much money is in the grant? Um, how often do they give it out? You know, maybe multiple times a year. Um, what's the turnaround? What are the deadlines, which is incre incredibly important. Um, and in this book, I love in this section, they, they give you an example of creating like a spreadsheet um, that will track the application progress based on the organization, the award amount, uh, the deadline, when you submitted it. Uh, great little example here that you can turn into an Excel spreadsheet so that you can track um, in one document all of these um, applications as they come around every year or you know a couple times a year. So that's gonna be really important for you guys. And then later on in this section, it goes into how to actually develop a really great application and what materials you're gonna need. They talk about cover letter, um, they talk about you know how to write the project narrative, like you know what kind of background qualifications you're going to need to to talk about the how to describe the project, um, the timeline or schedule, you know your expected outcome. Like this is really goes in deep. I was not expecting and uh, to go this deep into the section project budget. A lot of this stuff seems high level because of the um, the amount of detail that you have to go through. I mean, any grant application has to be extremely detailed. Um, even nonprofits have to write grants. And I've seen a couple of those before in my experience. And um, I've never written one, but I've seen them. And they're highly detailed. Um, so, you know, this is kind of a learning uh, process. You're not going to be able to nail this down the first few times. But, you know, I think the better you get at writing them and, and submitting them, the more opportunities you're going to get to, to possibly get selected for some of these grants, especially if you can kind of get a feel for these grants are not really applied for very much by, by artists because it, it does require so much time. Um, it might be a good idea for you to start digging in and looking at what type of opportunities are out there and whether or not um, artists are actually using them um, and applying because you know, there could be so low hanging fruit out there. Um, so anyway, that's kind of chapter six. Again, I don't have a whole lot of experience in in um, in grants um, and residencies, but 
Um, I did learn a little, quite a bit through this section. There's a lot of information to go through, so can't cover it all in this podcast. But um, I think that's incredibly valuable only if you're really interested in doing these sort of programs. They're not all for students. Um, they're, they're for all different types of artists, um, you know, working in many mediums, many disciplines. So the important thing here is to do your research, uh, understand what kind of grants are out there, uh, understand yourself as an artist, um, give yourself time to dedicate to the research and applying and know that it's not going to be a one and done sort of thing. You have to have a whole list in your spreadsheet that allows you to organize when to apply for these so that you can set aside time to work on it because it is a lengthy process. Um, and it's part of this you know, whole idea of developing an art career requires multiple streams of income. So... Um, this is just one stream that you can possibly rely on, or it could alleviate some of the expenses that you have to face as an artist. So um, that's kind of my um, takeaway from this chapter, uh, chapter six. And next week, um, I'm going to be back in San Angelo. Um, I'll be flying out tomorrow, so I'll be back uh, next week. And chapter seven is all about showing your work. Um, online and offline. I'm looking through it right now. So this is going to be really great. It talks about museums, um, art fairs, which I've done. Um, yeah, this is going to be a great section. Commercial galleries. I'm actually going to go to a couple galleries while I'm here in town. Check that out. But yeah, this is going to be a good section. It was really long too. Okay, cool. Well, um, hope to see, see you guys next week and hope it's uh, it's valuable to you. This is a pretty good book, so I would definitely recommend purchasing it and going through it yourself. All right, have a great week.